Hey, hey, everyone. It's me, John. And me, Louise. And we are the duo that is bringing you this podcast, I Have a Great Idea, But I'll Never Do It. And it's all about the great ideas that we have that we're never going to do. And guess what, Louise? I'm going <laughs> to drop a bomb on you. I'm going to drop I'm ready. a big old surprise on you. Uh, I, don't have any, I don't have any ideas this week. Stop it. I, I, I say this week... Meaning this episode, because we don't record this every week. It's true. We've had plenty of time for ideas to pop up, but I don't know if it's just that I've been so sleep deprived from having a baby Mm -hmm. or just busy generally that like, I haven't been able to take a moment to stop and think like, oh, that's a great idea. The holidays can be a really intense, nonstop time. But I I have a bomb for you. Get ready for this. Let's hear it. I have five ideas. Yes, I knew it. Not counting my challenge. Okay, cool. (laughs) I well, why don't we start with the challenges? Because okay, because I got nothing else. All right, Uh, let's do you. Do you want me to go first? Why don't you go first so that we can break things up? Okay. (laughs) So breaking form, starting with challenges from last time, Mm -hmm. you gave me hand soap pumps. Yeah, I did. So I have three ideas with this idea challenge. Oh my God. I cannot be anything but an overachiever. I don't know how it works, but (laughs) (laughs) um. I didn't quite know what it meant because that was all you said, but here's what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. Color changing soap in the way that little kids have that color changing mouthwash. Have you ever seen that? Little kids, it's like it turns their teeth blue. And when they brush all the blue off their teeth, you know that they've brushed their teeth well enough. I remember seeing something like that on a commercial like mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, Is that I still had a it, thing? I assume. If it's not, bring that ship back around. You also just um, recently sent me a, was it just pictures or a website or something, but having to do with uh, car paint that changes oh, mm-hmm. color. It was car paint. Yeah, that was fun. It's like these little pearl crystals that make the paint as you move your eyesight and the light reflective. The car could be forest green or mermaid purple. It it was I I loved it. Um, But that way, you know, you know how you say to like little kids or you sometimes you're in a rush and you're like, I got to wash my hands and you like half ass do it. I mean, I don't, but I see people do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I often will sing like happy birthday to you. Like I'll sing Uh myself a little song so I know that I'm Mm -hmm. not, you know, better wash my hands. Like I just do it for fun. Um, But I see people often in rest stops where I think that that should maybe 
more awareness of washing your hands well right. than in say your home. Um, but if it colored your hands and then you yeah. had to scrub it off, then you'd know it was like clean. Okay. Idea number two. Yeah. A la tiny individual packs of ice cream cups that you would mm -hmm. get, say, from a grocery store that you take the lid off and it has a little spatula or a spoon with which yeah. to eat it. Um, I believe that our hand soaps should come with a little spatula and or extendable straw like a Capri Sun so that when your pump gets to the bottom and can't get the rest of the stuff out, oh. you just stick in that little spatula and you scoop the rest of it out. That makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, idea number three. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being a regular tube, which if mm -hmm. you have a bulbous, we'll call them method, brand <laughs> soaps right. like a bulbous soap thing or you know a dial a rectangle or one or whatever it can be choose your fancy if there was instead of just the tube of the pump but a a suction cup shape to get the whole circumference of the container mm -hmm. therefore all of the product rather than yeah. just where the little straw touches right on the pump. I think that's an important thing that needs to get addressed is that little straw and the big wide surface area. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Here's what I think. The big bad wolf of capitalism, that soap company wants you to buy more soap. Yeah. They don't care if you get all of it out. They want you to buy more of it. But this is where I think America should change. I think that everyone should well, do everything as efficiently as possible and not for the almighty dollar. But that's just right. me. So along the lines, you know, talking about the soap, uh, the soap pump, uh, having the straw and the big wide base, I feel like there also needs to be some sort of base for it that kind of funnels down into a little central area so that when it does get to the bottom, the stuff kind of pools into a little middle section that the straw goes down to rather than creeping at the sides. Hey, side note, have you yeah. seen the Instagram called Ugly Fruit? I've heard of it. I think it's actually a juice company that takes okay. all of the um, oh, yeah. fruit that can't be sold in the store because it's got like a weird nubbin on it and turns it into like health juice and right. therefore or eliminates I think they just waste. Sell them as, or I think you just get a box of fruit that looks weird. Right. So some of the, I think, tomatoes that I recently was looking at looked like a regular tomato orb and then had like a little tiny like toe or a <laughs> or a nose that's what the soap should have it should have like a little <laughs> nose and that's where the straw should go okay <laughs> yeah i like it i like it too i like um, it my challenge was drawstrings mm -hmm. and it left me with a a bit of a conundrum because I feel like we've already gone too far with what we are putting drawstrings on. Oh. Like, 
I'm not crazy about like backpacks that have like the drawstring at the top because I feel like you lose a lot of the area inside of the backpack to store stuff in. So not crazy about that type of drawstring. And I'm, I was trying to think of other things that we could put drawstrings on to make them, I don't know, more functional, but I just couldn't come up with any. But when you break down the word drawstring, you're talking about drawing and strings. Ooh. So I know that it's not the like a brand new thing to talk about drawing with strings. People certainly have been doing it for a long time. But I feel like we do need a Bob Ross style t- television show where somebody who's super chill draws with string and like creates insane artwork with strings. I like it. You know what I'm thinking in my head too? You get a what? bunch of strings and you put, you dip them in paint and you have like a harp like thing and you like plung and the, and the <laughs> shaking of the, of the, of the string against the canvas or whatever, like makes a very, I don't know. I'm liking that it. Sounds kind of, it's I'm kind of like, it. It, that's kind of like a cousin of like spin art from the 90s. Yeah. It's, it's pluck art. No wonder I like it. <laughs> uh, I, I, would, I would enjoy trying that out sometime. Yeah. Let's have like, let's get together. Let's hang out. We'll have a little like arts and crafts time. It'd be so much fun. I love arts and crafts. You know time. what? When like, when Maggie's like four, mm-hmm. my daughter. That's going to be like prime arts and crafts time. Yeah. Or like Aunt Louise is going to come and and yeah. and blow some eggs, like take the uh, shell and get all the insides out and then put paint in it and chuck the eggs at canvas. <laughs> Wait, I actually did this a couple. You've done this? Yeah, I'll send you the video. That's I crazy, man. I have my man. eggshell artwork hanging in the in the bedroom. Mm. Do you really? Yes, I love arts and crafts. <laughs> uh, that sounds like super fun. I like it. Okay, great. That was my only idea, and it was prompted because of a challenge. Yeah. I I thought for sure that I would have, you know, an entire notebook full of ideas. You know... You can't be in charge of your creativity. You can only be there to be aware of it when it's there. I guess you're right. You can't just be like, I got to think of ideas. They just come. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in the business of coming up with ideas just for the sake of coming up with ideas. No. What kind of a business would that be? It'd be a really strange business. Here's what I have to say to that. I guess I guess (laughs) that's what I guess that's what a lot of people actually have to do for work. Eh. <laughs> That's what I have to say to that. <laughs> um, you know, I just want to talk briefly about the the pressure of coming up with ideas. And I don't know. Why do we always have to be reimagining things? True. Is it just for the sake of coming up with fresh ideas? Most of the time, I think, I mean, maybe. Are we really trying to make life better? I know that in some cases, yes, we are. Sometimes it might just be validation of, of like a contribution that you're having. 
Like, um, in the same way that people, I don't know, make art. It's just mm-hmm. your contribution to... Yeah, it's just kind of like the way that your mind works. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I don't right. think we always need to be reimagining things, but I also think we, as a species, have evolved to a place where, not that we're bored daily, mm-hmm. but we just keep challenging the status quo. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. It was, it was just, it was just a thought. It was just a thought. Anyway. I want to well, hear. I also think that most of my ideas, like most of them, like 99% of my ideas are mm-hmm. sort of directed at someone else. And it's, hey, stop doing that. And so that, <laughs> <laughs> that is not as, like I feel out of control of other people. But if I can have an idea for myself, then I don't know. I'm not living in this like stink world. Right. (laughs) Well, speaking of stink worlds, you do live in New York City. Yeah. And you are exposed to just more widest array of like people, more clarinets, more clarinets. Okay. I don't know what it is. New York is a clarinet town. It's just, it's just a clarinet town. It is. I do not live in a clarinet town. Most people don't. It's true. It's yeah. true. Surprisingly, I live in more of a bagpipe town, but not because of any Scottish ancestry over here. There's just a local Portland, uh, I guess, public figure of note, the Unipiper, who rides around on a unicycle and plays the bagpipe that has I've like flames shooting guy. out of it. Yeah. Ex- see, exactly. So this is a bagpipe town thanks to that one person. Mm. He often also wears a Darth Vader mask. Oh, want to hear something kind of crazy? Yeah. I was doing a crossword puzzle last night with my wife, mm. and there was a clue. It was the New York Times crossword puzzle I have a from question. Friday. Were yeah. you doing it the way that you always do it with two different pieces of printed paper? I'm glad you asked that question. We will come back to that in a moment. Okay. So uh, we... Had a, there was a clue that was like blank night, K N I G H T. And I was like, what if it's some sort of like Star Wars thing? And it turned out that it was Jedi Knight. But it Whoa. like, I know, but it was like, I was like, I don't know, Jawa Knight. Like for some reason, Jedi like didn't even come to mind. And I don't know. It's like I knew, but I didn't know. Yeah. But coming back to what your question was, yes and no. Oh. We are now printing out one piece of paper and I am loading up my crossword on my new Remarkable tablet, which I've spoken about before. You are silently applauding. Yes. So talking about great ideas, uh, we've talked about this before because I heard about this thing that I think at the time was like just in like a Kickstarter phase, but it is a probably size of a piece of paper around there. Uh, E-ink tablet. So it's like a Kindle or a Nook in the way that it uh, reads like paper and it actually feels like paper. They call it like a canvas, but it doesn't feel like glossy, like a tablet screen. So 
the idea is that this is like basically the last notebook you'll ever need because everything stores inside of it mm-hmm. and it's like you save stuff onto a cloud and all that kind of fun stuff. And uh, yeah, it's you write on it and it yeah, feels like say, paper. You'd still have a stylus. So you'd get that there's pen a, to paper th- feeling. Right. There's a stylus and then you have choices with the writing implements, writing implements style that you have. So you have like a pencil and then you can choose the thickness of the pencil. And if you're going to be like doing it kind of like at an angle, so it's more like shading because people use it for sketching. Uh, you have different types of pens, different types of markers, and then there's highlighters too. So this thing like just came out and it's really cool to see online what people are doing with it and how they're using it in the sketches that they're making and stuff like that. Um, I'm using it for a lot of note taking at work, but I'm also loading crossword puzzles on it because I can easily erase stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. Now, friend of the of the podcast and fan, and also my mom, oh. she does her crosswords with ink. And then she writes her letters in cursive and then she'll give it to me to ask me a question about a clue. And nothing makes me angrier (laughs) than looking at her crossword in ink in cursive. Well, I don't know why she would do that. We all know that I'm a big fan of Mare. I love her too, but whoa. I'm I'm a big fan and I have no problem with doing a crossword in ink because... They're like, if you make a mistake, you can turn one letter into another letter pretty easily, but only if you're doing block letters. Oh, Mayor, if you're printing the cursive it, what is, is tricky. she doing? I don't know. But Setting herself up for disaster. Don't get me wrong. I love cursive. I'm a big fan of cursive. However, individual letters in cursive? No. No. And then sometimes she's like, oh, man, is that a G or a J? And I'm like, well, in cursive, they look nothing alike. And then she's (laughs) like, well, it's sort of my adapted. And I'm like, don't adapt it. Don't do that. She's just making it hard on herself. Man, come on. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, Okay. So there we have it. That's it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know how we got there, but yeah, the remarkable tablet is really cool. I'm really liking it. It's still like very new. It's the first generation. So of course there's going to be problems and they're going to issue lots of updates and stuff and make it better. And I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to being on this journey with them. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to get them to send us some free ones, but they didn't. So whatever. (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. So do you have a challenge for me for next time? We'll get to that at the end. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You want me to just like start flying then? Yeah. I mean, is there anything that kind of like picks up on what we're talking about? I mean, there's something that picks up on what we talked about. Okay, well, let's hear it. Okay. The drawstring challenge. When (laughs) I was referring back to my notes from last time Mm -hmm. and I saw that I had challenged you to this, I then had an idea about it. (sighs) I know. I don't know how it will work. It's not my job to actually make it. But I walk my dog a lot. Mm -hmm. And I have this really cool, he's the best, um, ski snowboard jacket that Mm -hmm. has a hole about belly button or chest 
sort of if you were a Napoleon. If you're Napoleon, about that about that height. Um, <laughs> outer pocket that's actually an inner pocket that your headphone has a hole to go through. So Mm -hmm. that you can zip up your coat all the way so that the cable of your headphone is inside of your coat, but that you can undo this little Napoleon zipper to get your phone out Mm. without it adjusting the cable any. So I was thinking, this is like a really specific jacket. There's got to be a way to do something similar but different in terms of taking care of that cord, unless, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just going to buy new earphone pods or whatever that just go in the new Apple ones. But here's the thing. I got tiny ears and those are never going to work for me. They're going to fall out every time, but it's drawstring headphones. So the cable Uh. of it goes in your hoodie and then the like strings that pull it tight around your face actually are like buds that way. They're not in anybody's way. Mm-hmm. And like a different string can come down like out through the zipper to like go into your pocket for your phone or whatever. But I don't know how you would launder well, this. So the the issue, and I'm I'm wearing earbuds right now, right now, so I'll demonstrate. So I've I've never had good luck with earbuds before. But what I've realized is that it's not the the earbuds themselves. It's the cord mm. that pulls on zippers and stuff, yeah. and that's what makes things fall out. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, oh, the like AirPod idea is not that bad because in most cases, the things aren't popping out because of weird ears. It's just because just the in my cord case. is pulling on something. Or your name is Louise and you've got <laughs> weird ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you take the cable of the of the headphones and you put mm-hmm. them in the hood so that it's only like a little like earring size. Right, right, right. Going in there. Yeah. So okay. I thought- so essentially are the cords for the earbuds, the dr- like a drawstring, is that where the drawstring would go? And then it would connect to like something else that yeah, connects to your head, phone? In my head, there was still a drawstring because in case you wanted to cinch it, but it was just running along the drawstring. And then the cord maybe came in like where, I don't know, behind you so that if your hood was actually up or down, I guess, it would be maybe where the tag of your shirt would be. Got it. And then it could just, or like, you know, slightly in front so you don't have your cord running down your back. And then it would like come out maybe the zipper or in a pocket the cord would come out Mm -hmm. so that you could just attach your device already in the pocket. And then I guess you could do it like some winter ski jackets where the hood is detachable either by snaps or a zipper. That way when you launder it, I don't know about you, but I'm not necessarily laundering my hoodies because of the soiledness of the hoodie. No. It is more for the underarm area and or the front (laughs) if I happen to spill when I'm eating because the older I get, the more I become mare and she spills every (laughs) time she eats. It's just a thing we do in our family. I don't know. So I thought if you could just detach the hood part and spot clean that... Um, mm-hmm. then the, then the cords of, you wouldn't ruin your headphones, but 
I don't know. Look, it's not my idea to like make it's, it and actually do it. I just had it. That's I just not your had job. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question for you that's a follow up from the last episode. Oh, okay. My challenge for that last episode was about skillets, and we had discussed making the word skillet be a replacement for like cool or neat. Mm-hmm. Skillet so was you said, the new fetch. It's the new fetch. So you said that you were going to implement it in your day-to-day life. Have you begun implementing skillet? Yes, I did it twice at work. <laughs> I did it twice at work. Um, once, uh, I was explaining to a coworker, Hey, I know that this podcast that I do comes out irregularly. There's a new episode out. You should download it. It'd be super skillet. And she was like, <laughs> huh? And so then I said, if you listen to the episode, it'll all be explained. <laughs> and then the next time I did it was during lunch at work in the mm. staff area and <laughs> I said it in front of the chef and I was okay. like oh <laughs> I mean other people were there too but she was also down there and I I said like oh this meal looks so skillet she was like what because she's from <laughs> England uh-huh. and and that that one didn't go over as well as the <laughs> semi-explained <laughs> office one but I'm I did very, try twice I'm very proud of you for trying this out I think that saying it to somebody who uses skillets regularly (laughs) as part of their job is a little tricky. I think that you're kind of setting yourself up for failure there, but uh, But your heart's in the right place. Success if it would have been successful. Yeah, I think so. Uh, All right, cool. We're still going to, we're still going to try this out. Yeah. Okay. Workshop it. So moving on to my next idea. Yeah. It's a bed jack. It's like a car jack if you would need to change a tire, but Mm -hmm. it's just to prop up your bed for 10 minutes at a time so you could quick sweep vacuum mop under that thing. If you have hardwood floors, if you have carpet, you're just going to vacuum. You're not going to mop that. Nope. No, don't mop carpet. Or Um, if you've got a dog who loses a toy under it. Or right. a small baby who might put their hands in piles of dust. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I think that's a great idea. I have a vacuum that kind of just like goes down very flat and you just kind of like get it under there mm-hmm. and it works great. But not everyone's got that. And yeah. for $7, you could totally get a bed jack. Yeah. And I feel, so a lot of people's beds are different too. Like my mom's bed, for instance, I can crawl under. (laughs) I don't know why it's raised up that high, but it is. And I can crawl under it. Now, the bed that I sleep in every night, it's about an inch because it's like, it's on hydraulics. So it will, yeah, it's a storage bed and it's like an inch above the ground, but it's on hydraulics. So you can like pick up the the spring in the mattress and it opens to be just a wide open storage. Interesting. And it's super convenient for keeping things in a lot of my high heels are in there. A lot of my seasonal clothing is in there, but it's very inconvenient for cleaning under the bed. I get that. 
I get that. And recently um, I lost a button under there and I thought, oh no. I can't get that. It's too hard. I'm not moving the whole bed for a button. No, that button belongs to the floor now. Yes. But if I had a bed jack, I could just and That's get it. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a real fun idea. And mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I feel like, I don't know what it is about the underneaths of beds that just dust decides to congregate there. Why? It, I don't know. There's gotta be something environmentally physics wise that is making that happen, but I'll never understand. It's like, I just vacuumed that yesterday. Mm -hmm. How is there already this much there? Or like in the instance of Mare's bed, not mine, but Mare's, she has a bed skirt. Oh yeah. And wouldn't the skirt keep out things? Here's, but it doesn't. Yeah. So, you know what? I am going to issue you your challenge now. Oh, okay. Because I do want to talk about bed skirts. Your challenge is bed skirts. Okay. I, I'm just going to say something really briefly. I have a bed in a guest room that, you know, it's just on a metal frame and it's got a box spring and mattress. And in the past, I would have gotten a bed skirt because that's like what my mom told me to do like yeah. when I went to college or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, a bed skirt. But bed skirts just make beds look really old. I don't know. Old. And it's yeah. one more thing to have to wash and iron and whatever. Well, that's true. Although I think I would never, ever wash one. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you saw the dust build up on that frilly lacy, Mike. That's true. So, yeah, we got to find a way to bring the bed skirt into the 21st century. We really do. Yeah. So, okay. Well, no, you, you do. I that's do. your job. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. So bed Jack, what else you got? Uh, all right. The next one, probably more of a problem for me than for you, but for like lovely reasons, mm-hmm. magnetic Christmas decorations. Me because I celebrate you because you don't, but hear me out. Oh, but I love magnets. So let's hear it. Okay. So mare, this is a really mare heavy episode. It's a mare heavy episode. I think it's hey, just because I'm doing a lot of the talking. Hey, but- <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh! Here we go. Okay. So Mare used to complain a lot when we used to have to put up the the garland and the outdoor lights on our mm-hmm. old house because you would have to staple gun that to right. the awning or the or the or the not the gutters, but what the gutters are attached right. to. And she would always complain that like there's gonna be holes in the wood that when you pull the garland and the lights off, when you go to take the Christmas decorations down, that there's going to be staples left in it. Like all Mm -hmm. these things she would complain about and, or a current situation right now. I have these really, really cute snowflake stocking holders that are on my mantle and my mantle it's not the highest quality constructed mantle. It's not going to fall off the wall or anything, but it's just not, you know, a mm-hmm. one that you'd see in a magazine. Um, right. And so hanging the stockings on the beautiful snowflake 
holders. Great. Putting things in the stockings and expecting them to stay there. Right. Not great. So there should be an invisible way to put like the magnets down, like heavy duty magnets, so that you can put your stocking holder on it so it doesn't fall down. And Mm -hmm. or strips of magnet that are going to be strong enough to withstand your outdoor garland and outdoor Christmas lights so that when it's windy, so that when it's like gets snow on it, because I don't know if you've ever seen, I'm obviously have, but people just recollect is what I mean by if you've ever seen. Just Mm -hmm. recollect when it's winter time and there's a fresh fallen snow on people's bushes and garlands and Christmas lights. And then people turn on the lights and there's this soft, colorful glow under the snow. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. But it also makes the stuff heavy. So it'd have to be a magnet that's going to support not only the garland and the lights in the wind but also with the weight of the snow and the ice just to eliminate the staples. And when you go to take it down, you could just pull it and it all comes down. I love that idea. Um, Right now. Okay. Got a house, got a baby. There's no time to be putting up decorations for things, let alone like climbing up a ladder, staple gunning or hammering nails or whatever. I just had an idea. Magnets on the bottom of your Hanukkah candles so that they don't like tip over. Just like quick ones. I don't know if you have a problem with them tipping over. I just feel like most of the menorahs I see have very long candles. Right. That's a a thought. Okay, sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. Um, No, I'm just saying like I like the idea of just one time you have to install like a magnetic strip along your gutter or whatever. And then, yeah, you just have lights that have strong magnets on them. You just have to be able to get up to like attach the first thing or you do, or you have like a pulley system to get stuff up. And then once you have it kind of starting, they just kind of go. Yeah. And they end up there. Yes. I like that. Um, and let's face it. We don't just put up lights for Christmas anymore. Halloween orange lights. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I honestly think that there should be reasons to have lights up all year round for different types of events. Summer solstice. Yes. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Anybody with a summer birthday. Yeah. Just like says it's my birthday on it. Yeah. Or just like, I would I like know. to have Anything. lots of different Something colors. Something in the spring. Yeah. Uh-oh. Easter, Passover. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I had a poor connection for a second. We're good. Oh, okay. Um, by the way, if anybody doesn't know, Louise and I are recording, are recording on two different coasts. So mm-hmm. um, this is how we do things because we care about you guys. Yeah. And each other. It's my like time to get to hang out with you too. I know. It's the best. Another time that we get to hang out is when we're recording Louise It to Beaver, yeah. our Leave It to Beaver podcast. Check that out. It came to me in a dream and we made it a reality. That's just the kind of people <laughs> we are. It's true. <laughs> uh, so after we released the latest episode of Louise It to Beaver, which was an episode called Water Anyone, uh, where Beaver decides to sell water to the neighborhood kids on a hot summer's day. And I... Uh, it happened to also uh, air 
on the channel MeTV that oh, airs. No the, so on the Leave It to Beaver fan club Facebook page, everyone was talking about it. And I was like, y'all's got to check out this podcast. Did you and say I, that? I did. Well, not like that, but I was just like, <laughs> we actually just talked about this on Louisa to Beaver, but I don't know if anybody actually went and listened to it. They're pretty big fans. So they I wouldn't really be surprised are. if they did. Yeah. Wow, things get cool. like, things get a little heated on the leave it to Beaver fan club Facebook page. Here's an idea. Don't let it get you heated fans. Well, it's not <laughs> the show itself. It's politics. People like it's getting in to everything. It's getting into everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, maybe an idea would be to have a political safe word where like when it gets to a certain point, somebody says gazpacho and then all of a sudden no more political talk. I like it. Yeah. I like Plus, it. Plus and I you like get gazpacho. to say gazpacho. <laughs> <laughs> a nice cool soup <laughs> it's yes. salsa that you can eat with a spoon <laughs> i like it especially um, watermelon gazpacho watermelon gazpacho mm. okay i'm gonna have to make it for you next time i visit okay cool uh why don't we just do like one more idea and then you can give me my challenge and then okay. we'll wrap these things up before we start talking about mare some more <laughs> Okay. Um, let me just choose quickly. Uh, all right. <laughs> I need, this is an actual thing that I do need. Uh, like in the way that ways the, mm -hmm. the car driving app gives you notice about roadside things, whether it's car on the shoulder ahead or, police up ahead or mm -hmm. changing route because of crash or whatever. I need that in terms of videos, either on TV or the internet for alerts on violence hmm. and or animals. I like this because go on whether or not it's muted with like a closed caption um, so that someone else can keep watching it. If it's on TV, it will just put mm -hmm. a little like, you know how on Netflix now you can do like skip intro. Oh, you can. Yeah. There's a little button in the corner on Netflix. If you're watching a show, let's call it the crown and you just <laughs> don't want to see the twirling jewels. You can just skip intro. Um, I, I need it to be in that way where it says like, Alert, violence, alert, animal, right? something, because I, I'm not able to handle it. Right. And with the technology being what it is now for videos on, let's say, Facebook, you used to mm -hmm. be able to click it if you wanted to watch it. And mm -hmm. now they're going to call it a feature. I'm going to call it my living hell. The video <laughs> just plays. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I can't watch it. Yeah. And I am the kind of emotional being that will go zero to 60 in zero. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I can't see something bad happen to animals. And it's the reason that I haven't watched the cove, but 
Um, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And I need there uh, to be a safe, a safety for me. Yeah. You, you say it says gazpacho and you know exactly what it means. There you go. It's time to, it's time to skip ahead a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, as an animal rights activist, I, you know, am connected with a lot of people and like Facebook pages that post videos of really bad situations mm-hmm. that, um, you know, some people might want to see or be interested in seeing and or need to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one of them. I don't want to so, see it. Yeah. I already know. Well, they, uh, I think that on some of them, I don't know if this is Facebook or Instagram or both, but it says like explicit content and then you have to click something to watch it. But it's not always the case. Yeah, I was like, I, I would like that. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree with you about, yeah, like TV shows and movies and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even going back to Waze, and I don't know if this is a feature because I haven't used it in a long time, but it would be cool if there was like a thing much that says like car stopped ahead on shoulder that says like, you know, there's a cat that got run over in 500 feet. Mm-hmm. You might want to just not look at the road in that <laughs> direction. <laughs> Close your eyes Close while your driving. Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Cause that always bums me out real bad. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, yeah, I'm what's sorry. your challenge? What's your challenge for me? Your challenge for next time is assisted living programming. So that can be <laughs> either like community outreach or um, like a radio play or I, I don't want to give too much of it no, out, no, no. but I got pro- it. programming. I got assisted it. living programming. Cool. I'm I'm excited. Okay. I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, I like it. And then yours is still bed skirts. Bed skirts. Hey, Ugh. and you know, those two things might not be mutually exclusive. <laughs> Let's see if there's a way that we could tie them together somehow. There's got to be. <laughs> uh, well, Louise, thank you as always for hanging out with me. Thanks for hanging and- out with me. And I hope that everybody just goes, you know, goes online and follows us on all sorts of social media, even though we don't post a lot. Maybe you like, maybe that's a good thing for you. Uh, Check out our Patreon page. If you want to make a donation to us, not only would it help us uh, be able to record more frequently, but but we got gifts. We got gifts. And (laughs) let me tell you, there are, there are plenty of them and they need to be yours. Just saying. And if you're someone who celebrates um, Hanukkah, you got Hanukkah. eight days of giving. This is true. Starting this is, tomorrow this is from perfect, when we record. This is a perfect like day. We have perfect like day three gifts or stocking stuffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, we got or it. Just, you know how to get it. it. It also like... You could fit it inside of an envelope. It's an idea. It's a great idea, but I'll never do a journal. That's what it is. Uh, 
and it's like super cheap. So I don't know why no one's uh, going on there and making a donation and getting one. Anyway, we're looking uh, at you, Mayor. <laughs> Look, Mayor has given us enough. Mayor has given us one of the hosts of this show. <laughs> so she doesn't need to make any more donations. It's true. It's true. Yeah, she, Mayor is off the hook. Also, <laughs> we talk about her a lot and yes. we're giving her crap for writing in cursive in singular letters on crossword puzzles. But come on. <laughs> nope block uh, letters capital block letters is the way to go yes yeah all right everyone i uh, thank you again for listening listen to louisa to beaver it's a lot of fun and uh rate yeah, us we'll, on we'll, itunes we'll, with good stars good stars call Great in if stars. you've got your own idea 304-804 idea that's right i almost forgot about that well, I did forget about it. And then you just did it. And then it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. That's why there's That's two the hosts. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to stop saying goodbye. Happy holidays. Jingle, 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 jingle. I don't see it happening. <laughs>